You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. All I think about is you guys. That's all I think about, man. That's all I fucking think about is you guys and how I'd set you up for the best fucking possible the best possible advantage I can give you to have a season, I swear to you, man. I just need you to trust me. That's all. Please. Let's be better tomorrow. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls. Dropping pucks and scoring goals. Home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around. Touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football. Crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708 316. 8822 U Baba Dick. Welcome, everybody. It is playoff time in the NFL, and this is the Binge Sportscast. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, you doing all right there, buddy? Doing okay? What? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who? Oh, no. That's not my team anymore. uh, I got my Lions jersey coming in the mail. Oh, love it. Just don't make make sure it's not a Stafford jersey. No. (laughs) Uh, but you know, if it, if it wasn't for my own team winning or maybe for anybody who listens, who's team won or, you know, fans of, of just football, it wasn't exactly the best weekend in football. The games are kind of shitty. Yeah. Except for yours. Your game was the only good game of the weekend. Yeah. And it, uh, it made up for a little bit. Um, and, but yeah, otherwise things went, you know, not exactly how some people thought or wanted them to go, um, but in general, I was think. Was that a gig at Jerry Jones? Oh, and I, I don't know. No, I mean, you know. The question, though, is TM as as a how, let's just say a initial view of who's left. Is there anybody that shouldn't be there? Is there anybody that should be here? I mean. Well, like, I mean, you can't say Dallas deserves to be there. Yeah, right. And that would be so, the argument from some, but the way. Nah. it's It's just one of those things like where I think the better teams in all games ended up winning. Well, I can't say that about the Packers. I understand they beat down Dallas. But I think Dallas on paper is a better team. I don't know though. I guess it's debatable. Love yep. came into his own. They got a ton of young receivers performing well. But their defense has been such shit on the road. That was very unexpected. Because they just have, I mean, the last two touchdowns for Dallas were garbage. So you you know, it was garbage time. So you figure they had scored sixteen points off of them through three and a half quarter. They you know they held them to sixteen points. That is just I, I work around a kid who's a Packers fan. He's been wanting to fire that 
defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, Joe Barry. For two years. Yeah. For Joe Barry. Two years. Every time I see him on a Monday, Joe Barry. Even when they win, he's complaining about him. So I think so, I think you're right. I think if had it not gone how it did, it, just in terms of how the game progressed, I think that would have reared its ugly head a little bit. But because the Packers were able to drive the ball, because Dak looked like shit early, it completely yeah. took the Cowboys and Dallas out of their rhythm and everything that they did. And it then just it just turned into an absolute disaster. Yeah. Listen, it's all of their faults. I mean, I think it, you know, you're going to kill Dak and the offense and McCarthy, but the defense, I mean, they gave up. It's like they had him stopped on the first drive and they had a costly penalty. And then they just rip right down and score, get the ball back, rip right down and score again. Listen, how many times we got to look at what's his foch up in the booth looking down? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. And, you know, he's such a fucking defensive guru. Once they lost Tredavious, excuse me, I'm going to mix this guy's name up now. Trevion Diggs. Yep, yep. That defense was not dominant ever all season. And Packers just ripped right down them twice. So you, the, there's enough pressure on the team going into the game because of all the shit that's happened to them over the years and how bad they are as a playoff team at Dak's record, 2-5 and five now and all that. But they, you're not doing your offense any favors by putting them in a 14-0 hole. And, right. then that, and then that pick six over the middle. The the short pass to uh, was it, it was it to CD? I'm not even sure. No, Does it matter? It, was to, it wasn't near. It was did, a gallop. Yeah, I it can't. It was. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the ball was. It was brutally thrown. If you ever, I feel if, like I was watching Tua. Yeah, honestly. if you ever, I felt like I was watching the Dolphins watching that game. Yeah, if you ever, Dan Orlovsky, who is on sure. ESPN, if you follow him on Twitter or any social media, he'll like go through and kind of like diagram being a quarterback. And he'll go Correct. through and be like, this was an absolute god-awful read by Dak. He's like, this is a triple slant. He's like, in zone coverage, you never throw to the guy in the middle. It needs to go one, two, three. And he's like, Dak never even looks at Brandon Cooks and just throws it over the middle, doesn't read the you know the defense or the zone. And anyway, it's just very fascinating Ooh. when you see a quarterback who like knows what they're supposed to be looking at. and. Yeah. He, he just kind of ripped Dak apart the whole time. He's like, listen, these are like fundamental things as a quarterback that you need to understand. Yeah. And he made those mistakes that he wasn't making typically or uh, recently. Um, but it just kind of reared its ugly head. And listen, I don't have an issue with Dak. I think he seems to be like a nice dude. But – if I'm a Cowboys fan, we'll get into this later, TM, in a little NFL wildcard weekend, what do you think segment? But if I'm a Cowboys fan, like, I mean, do you do you trust in Dak anymore? Like, I mean, it, it's it's almost like a Matt Stafford situation now. Like, it's good enough to get you to point A, but does that? equate to more i i don't know it's 
I don't know him. I don't watch him enough to know, but clearly he's got some issues. Or the Cowboys do in general in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's like the modus operandi. But let me tell you one thing. This could be a McCarthy thing, too, because remember how long McCarthy and Rodgers were together, and they have one Super Bowl where they were the the wild card sixth seed and made a run. You know what I mean? Like, to all the, yeah. How many many, many, uh, number one seed outs did they have, you know? Well, he had two with Lafleur at the end there. That's How, right. Two, yep. they, he had more with McCarthy. If if so, then we look at Rogers. I think more than McCarthy in that know. in that case. We'll get to that when Rogers retires after going seven and uh, seven and ten with the Jets <laughs> this year and missing the and then retiring. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you though, watching the game. So obviously that game was on Saturday, four thirty. Oh, I'm sorry, Sunday, four thirty, and we went downtown for the Lions game and went to a bar. And got there right at game at kickoff for that game. Sat down, had some drinks, whatever. But I've never felt dirtier. I don't know if I was texting you, but I have never felt dirtier in my life than cheering for the Green Bay Packers. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, and and so I had to have like yeah, I was fuck it, man. It's getting you a home another oh. home playoff game. Like so, fuck yeah, it's almost like the this is justification. This is. Uh, you know, this is karma for that bullshit against Dallas. Sure. This is oh, almost yeah. as, as if you won that game. Now you get the two. Yep. But it was weird. So we were sitting around and, and as more people started to trickle in and, and the game, you know, people are cheering for like Green Bay first downs. And, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's, how about we just like cool it a little bit? Like if they're winning, if they score a touchdown, yeah, sure. Let's cheer and clap. But like, Every first down, we don't need to be tre- cheering for Green Bay, right? It's like they all the same. Like, what's the best outcome? Well, I don't know. The stadium collapses and both teams are disintegrated. I mean, literally. Yes, that's what I'm actually looking forward to happening in Buffalo this coming <laughs> you know, Sunday. Exactly. You know. You're yes. going to feel dirty all this week. I don't know what you're going to do. You can tell us later. But you're going to feel dirty whatever it is that you're doing cheering yep. for. That's right. Uh, I'm not going to cheer. I'm just going to sit there and smoke pot and forget. <laughs> So with that though, TM, I mean, we'll stay on this game since it's, it's there, but do you, you brought it up saying maybe they didn't deserve or not the better team in green Bay. Do you like, do you think they, they have a chance against San Fran? Would you be scared of them if they were coming to play your team or if you were San Fran? Yeah. Uh... I don't listen. I was explaining to you pre-show, like how I like did not do well gambling this weekend in any way, and I have no confidence right now speaking on what I think is going to happen this coming weekend. I the lines came out, and I looked at all four lines and said I could totally see it going both ways. Now, everything is everything is in doubt for me, like. And I, 10 points, I said 10 points, Green Bay, I could see it. I could see, I could see him keeping it close. Why not? And then you look at the Ravens line, nine and a half. I'm like, I don't know, Steve, like CJ Stroud could totally throw for three touchdowns. 
When both of those teams totally be close, and both they're coming off the bye too. They could be yeah. flat. Well, two. I mean, both and and like Purdy and Lamar have not thrown a. I mean, have not played a game in three weeks. So I, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's gonna be weird. Gonna be interesting to say the least. Did you die, TM? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. I don't know, so just getting a text from the wife. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's go back to uh, let's go back to Saturday afternoon. Uh, we had the Texans. We had the Browns. Uh, one of the darling picks of the playoffs. Oh, the yeah. Cleveland Browns, everybody. Joe Flacco. Undefeated in the wild card. Comeback player of the year. And you ass kicking. Yeah. Ass kicking. And you just had no trust that Nico Collins was gonna be enough. Gonna be enough no, I did for not. CJ Stroud. But man, I tell you, CJ literally just flings the ball. And it's it's a beautiful thing, always, man. Always man, a good pass. <laughs> what's that? Always a good pass. Yeah, I mean Somebody's always open. Oh my god! I mean that game. That game. Talk about a game that was over before it began. I mean, it was. It was. It was just like every time Cleveland did something, the Texans had an answer. Yeah. And then Cleveland stopped doing something, and and the Texans yeah. just kept going. Um, well, Cleveland had a lot of bad. Like it looked like it was, it could be a shootout, but then Cleveland would just have these awful three and outs where they would be third and you know ten plus, and it was just like woof, man. Like they're like it's it was like a disaster. Well, and like the, Nijo- the- just missing Najoku Cooper, they took care of Cooper, which yeah. was a big thing, I think. Which I mean, he torched them the previous game, so I mean that makes total sense, but. Um, you know, and yeah, they, the Browns just looked outmatched, man. No, they looked they looked outmatched. They looked overmatched. And yeah, it, Surpri- it, it, I was very surprised. Look, could the Texans have won that game? Of course they could have. They're at home. They're the division winner. It's very possible. I like the Browns, but like Stefan- Stefanski, everyone talks so much about Stefanski and the fit. So we'll have them prepared and this and that. They didn't look prepared. You know, I mean, they didn't look. They just looked completely. Not they didn't look like they even wanted to be there. Honestly, where was fucking Miles Garrett? Yeah, like geez, not just both. Well, oh for the... one, oh for one. <laughs> and the thing as was, we down, as we go down these picks we made, <laughs> oh for one over one here, and oh right baby, here. let's go. There you go. Oh, good start. Let's get there. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the thing was, so that game similar to the the uh, Green Bay game. I mean, it was it was. 10-7 at the first after the first quarter, and then it was 24-14 at halftime. The eyeball test still, you know, the Texans were winning that game. Yeah. Handily. Dude, it's 24-14. 24 points off Cleveland's defense. Yeah. That game was over. Like you, yeah. like you said, it was and over. Then, that, and then like, they just started pressing, and then it was like back-to-back pick sixes or whatever. I mean, it was, it was just <laughs> bad. Bloodbath yeah, at so, that point. But I, I think – I don't know. Looking at that Cleveland team, I just I don't know how they did what they did. You know what I mean? Like Cream Hunt, Joe Flacco, a good defense. 
I mean, I guess that's that's what they were counting on. But had they and played they lost, an offense they like had the lost Texans? Chubb earlier in the season, yeah. and then Ford was kind of like a breakout. Yeah, and, yep, yep. But they had four. Yeah, the four quarterback thing, and I mean, they had that huge win at Baltimore in the middle of the season. That's when Watson was still there. It was like a crazy comeback, thirty-three, thirty-one, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're for real!" But but. It was the their defense never traveled well all season, and I knew that, and and I was monitoring that. I took overs a lot when they were playing on the road, but man, I just thought they were going to go into this game. Just you're in the postseason now. You're playing a team that I guess you're kind of equal to. And here's the other thing: last week I watched Stroud play the Colts Saturday night, and then I saw what he did to Cleveland this week. I didn't see a ton of Stroud games during the season you, you know we heard the hype you knew it was going on but dude you know now yeah. i've seen him twice that's why i'm inclined and that's what's going to happen they put that spread at 10 and a lot of people have seen him for the exact amount of times that i have this year right and people are going to play they're going to bet them a lot so, oh you're giving years. me 10 points with that kid <laughs> and, the, and the niners are going to win 34 to 14 well that's know, the thing so. too is he didn't he didn't have to do that much. I was just looking at the stats. He only threw the ball 21 times. He was 16 for 21 for 274 and three touchdowns. You know, essentially almost a perfect passer rating. But he didn't need to do a ton. And it, and when you're when you're you've got a team, a defense that's playing well, and just playmakers on the offensive side of things, you don't you don't need to press. You know, and Devin Singletary, you know, the Buffalo cast off. Uh, you know, is is showing that he's a he, he is an NFL player, to say the least. You know, is he going to be a superstar? Oh, sure. Don't think so. But well, they that's never the type fucking used him. Yeah, I think Eric would attest to that too. Like everybody would just wanted Buffalo to always run the ball, and they would never run it with him. He would he would run hard, and then they would go away from it. So, yep. so then TM, there. we get that you know, joyous, get to turn the ball off at, or the game off at halftime and go do some other things and uh, sit down for the Peacock exclusive. I can't tell you how yes. many people told me, you know, that uh, the biggest waste of their $5 in their life and never going to turn Peacock on again. Although we did see uh, claims from the NFL, the most, streamed sporting event of all time like no it was shit. the most streamed anything it was, was the most streamed event i thought like i think it might have been the yeah i think it might have been the most watched streaming event of all time i don't think i when i heard it it was not just like specified as sports sports anyway the stream uh, anyway. looked great i mean i don't know peacock did a fine job more than I can say about Tua and the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, so, God. Uh, so give me, unfortunately, give me... PJ. Unfortunately, the game was exactly what my gut told me it was going to be after we lost to Buffalo. I knew what was going to happen. Why in these moments does a fan like myself not? Put the DraftKings account balance on the Chiefs. I will never know. But it was all there. The injuries. The cold. Which I was so sick and tired of hearing about. But the narrative is appropriate 
for the Miami Dolphins. And Tua, I mean, 0-4, whatever. He's played for five years. He's played in four cold-weather games. That statistic was kind of bothering me a little. But it went exactly as fucking planned. Our coach performed exactly as expected. Hey, third and two, midfield. We got to run a screen here incomplete well now it's fourth and two i'm gonna go for it but why didn't i run it on third and two when i already had intentions of going for it on fourth and two because i'm an asshole and then i throw it over the middle into covered uh running back with the linebacker and we turn the ball over and mahomes goes down the field and they get another field goal because that's all kansas city does now is kick fucking field goals and win and the game was a fucking disgrace go ahead ask me questions tell i don't want to talk about it I I don't oh, fuck I don't even remember what the game was like. I remember a lot of field goals. I remember Mahomes getting preferential treatment um because of his stupid helmet, you know. That's the shit that just like he should have had to come off the field yes. for a play. That was interesting. But I'm I not, didn't see I'm not listen, blaming I'm not yelling about that. I'm not yelling about that. I'm not losing my shit screaming they're cheat they're getting this calls. Right. I never felt that way. My team was getting their ass kicked. Right. But why you know, I just so, don't understand why I think it's a little bit of an extenuating circumstance when the dude's helmet cracks. Like, did you ever see that? No, I haven't seen that shit, but it doesn't matter. Um I don't know. I mean, when you saw it, Tim, were you like upset about it? Or oh, okay, so here this when I saw it, my wife and I were sitting there. I was like, "You gotta get him off the fucking field! Like, what is happening? They're just allowing him to play with this, you know, fucked up helmet." And then when they stopped the game and they told him, "You know, you gotta go get this checked out," I thought he was coming out of the game. And they're like, "Nope, you just do whatever you want, Patrick Mahomes, because you know we love you and you deserve whatever you need to win this game." Sorry, I shouldn't say that, yeah. Chiefs fans. No, you're right. But I listen. I I think I was already demoralized with the patheticness of our offense. That I'm seeing that happen, and I'm just like, oh, not, we're not taking him off the field. Just like not, you know, it's just like expected. Yeah. No, and it's you know, like you point. said, it's not. It's not the reason they lost. I just again, how about some fucking consistency in what we're doing here, NFL? There's a lot of consistency. Oh, oh, and oh, you're talking about the NFL. I was going to say there's a lot of consistency with our offense. No, oh, well, that too, TM. I mean, I, I tell you, for the couple of weeks that I've sat down and watched the Miami Dolphins run an offense, I am less than impressed. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. And then I watch your offense, and I'm like, wow, look at this: run first, run heavy, dominance. Uh, oh God. <laughs> so that I mean, being listen, said, I've already listened. I've already it's it's Tuesday. I've already listened to several podcasts. You know, uh, analyzing the the GM and head coaches press. You know, end of year press conference. Like I, I'm beyond the game. I, I yeah. <laughs> like I am. I was just pounding tequila late in the second half. I and totally ruined my Sunday, like no. physically. Good. But I just was fucking pissed, man. You know. That Denver game, it just, it, <laughs> what was that? It bothers me because it just fuck, it fucking set up this, like, just this image of us, expectation yeah. that, yeah, we're not going to be redone. And then you've got the fucking 
you know, the Titan game. All right. So, all right. Let's so hold on. It. Hold on. I'm so done. I'm done. We got a voicemail. Last week we played him late. We got a voicemail from your buddy. It's going to be our last Dolphins call for a while here. So let's play this and, and hear what uh, our buddy Donnie has to say. What's up, boys? Donnie Dolphin here. Uh, after a full day of, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, decompressing. Um, last call of the season for me. Uh, that fucking sucked. Tua is a soft-ass bitch. If he doesn't figure out how to read a defense, go through his progressions, and hit an open fucking receiver over the middle of the field, we're in big trouble because we're stuck with him for the next three years, in my opinion. And that's that. Uh, Great win by the Lions last night, PJ. Uh, Yep. Dolphins have now officially taken over the longest playoff wind drought in the NFL. Spins up. Let's go. You said it, Donnie. You said it. Sorry, Tim. Sorry we had to do that to you guys. I wish we'd have both got off that snide. But I'm happy for I'm, I'm No, we deserve it. I want that hanging over our heads. Maybe it'll fucking snap them out of it. So, okay. So let's... I want to say one. I want to say one final thing about the Dolphins, and then I want to talk about the Chiefs just a little bit because I think they deserve a little. Yeah, bit no, more. we have to. We're going to watch them in, yeah. a, in a week. <laughs> um, and I think I texted this to you or the group. Watching Tua and watching the, I didn't get the impression that it was really Tua's fault from a guy that I'm just looking at it from a broad view. The offensive play calling is so poor. And I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Like, is it because he can't go through progressions? Maybe. Or he can't see over his offensive linemen? Maybe. But probably. I don't, I didn't see, and that's why I, I got, I got kind of irritated with our group chat ripping on Tua because that's not how I saw it. And I think I even texted it. I just like the offensive game plan is just so horrid and so like un I, I, I unimaginative. Yeah, I just Well, when you watch him a couple weeks in a row, right? You see, right? It's just like he it's the same shit. And like Don like Donnie has said in moments when like two is performing well, but McDaniel's calls a bad play call. He'll say, uh, he'll say, uh, uh, McDaniel protects Tua too much. Like he's always saying, like he calls these type of plays when he should have been, you know, when we have the opportunity with these receivers to do this or whatnot. Dude, it's a fucking disaster. Tua, okay, I can appreciate what you're saying because I think I am more frustrated with McDaniel today than Tua. I like and. I was yelling all night, not about what Tua was doing. I was yelling about the play calls. And I think if I think back to the majority of them last month, and I'm thinking about the chat that I'm involved in during the games, everybody's bitching about the play calling more than Tua. Then Tua throws a pick, and everybody fucking loses their shit. But that's usually after the, like, it's too late anyway. But um, there will be clips, like you were talking about Orlovsky earlier. I've listened all year to people 
overanalyzing every single thing Tua does, right? He there are clips I watch on a weekly basis where he is missing guys that are just on an island, bro. I mean, it's ridiculous how open Jalen Waddle has been on plays this season and just completely not even looked in his direction. And as a the coach is probably like, dude, this is why I'm calling these plays. Like, that's why he's open, you know. Yeah. But he's forcing it to Hill or dumping it to Mostert or whatever. Um, case in point, there was a huge one in the game Saturday night. And it's on a play where they don't get it, where he dumped it to the tight end on fourth down. So, you know, we needed 11 yards. He dumps it four yards out to the tight end. They get eight turnover. And Waddle is just could have scored. And you're just like pulling your fucking hair out, man. Yeah. Yeah. And as but I yeah, said, the I know. has been absolutely, it's too bad. I feel bad for the defense, completely decimated with injuries. Dude, they, until the until the Pacheco touchdown, we held them the you're holding them to four field goals. I mean, yeah. you're in the game. You know, you got to score twenty high twenties to win most of the time in the NFL. Anyway, they're doing their fucking job, man. Like, let's go. It's embarrassing that the offense ends up being the issue at the end of the year. It's so fucking. It's such a fucking joke. A Thirty-nine, twenty for thirty-nine. Tua was too. I mean. I mean, the look at the if you're looking at the so, if you're looking at the box score, look at the look at Mostert's and Achan's attempts. That's the issue. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, that's thirty nine yeah, attempts. Why could we not run more? Yeah, oh thir- no, I'm God. saying for two of thirty nine attempts. I know. Eight rushes Insane. for Mostert. Achan had six, so fourteen rushes. He had three by two of those scrambles and one by Waddle. But I mean. In, in in that weather too. I mean, you just can't. And and it's not like you were down big early. I mean, like you said, your defense was doing their job by making Butker do his job. It just. But all that said, TM, I think we'd be remiss not to mention the KC defense. Oh yeah, that is they the thing. Great. That is the thing that is keeping this team alive because the offense is still a major issue and and Kansas City you know uh fans can say whatever they want about this guy getting better and this guy getting better the defense is what's winning them these games and Mahomes I mean listen Mahomes is Mahomes we don't need to talk about Mahomes uh but or uh I almost called him homeroom uh Andy Reid puts him into I'm watching the fucking uh (laughs) <laughs> OKC Thunder here with Holmgren on the team. Anyway, Andy Reid uh, is is doing the things that he needs to for this team with the shit-ass players that they have on offense. Uh, although I do like Pacheco. I think he runs hard. He runs. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love him on my own team. And, but And Rice, listen, Rice had a group. Like, that's a, I don't want to say a, it could be kind of considered a breakout game, at least the first half. I mean, that's what people have been waiting for from that guy. You had him on fantasy. Yeah, I've been waiting for him all year to do that. He was, I knew it. He's fucking, he's making catches and then he scores. And I'm like, uh, God, it took 19 weeks, but he's going to have his fucking breakout game tonight. And then he ended up not, but 
That's yeah. their number one receiver. Yeah, and Aside listen, Kelsey, receivers he can't catch the ball because he's in love, bro. I mean, receivers are. I think they they're the the last. I mean, receivers and like cornerbacks are the last to develop in the NFL. It takes them time. It's rare that you get young receivers that get it right away. You know, even Flowers, like CD Justin Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're talking about you know once in a lifetime, you know, or once in a decade receivers, right? But you look at guys like a Nico Collins, for instance, he's been in the league for four years, right? right. Or, uh, I mean, I, anyway, it doesn't matter. So I give, I'm not, nobody, I don't think anybody is counting Rice out, right? I mean, yeah, he had a great game, but he's got to have something around him. The rest of that ragtag team and Kelsey, holy shit. Is this guy done? What's happening? I don't know. Well, his brother retired today. That is true. Big news. So maybe Kelsey will retire also. Oh, good. Get him out of here. Uh, well, so many drops. So many drops from him. I'm telling you, man. He's 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 got too much love on the brain. He can't fucking concentrate. He's distracted. I he's guess. fucking distracted. He can say he's not distracted all he wants. He's fucking distracted. Well, I said I'd uh, play this, and we'll we'll get to the uh, let's let's get to the Buffalo game, and with that, um, we're gonna play this just to break it up here. You don't know how much we hate you when you speak. It's clear you have no clue, and when you try to analyze we want to puke we can't believe we're stuck hearing a guy the likes of you because it's all bullshit you're such a goddamn joke and when we think of you Romo we hope you Said you think that you're talking smartly. I hear you talk all night long, acting intelligently. You leave us here all along, feeling brain farty. Oh, somebody tell him, please. He's fucking terrible. We're on our knees. Pretty, pretty, please tell him. He fucking sucks. Tony Romo, you suck. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> You said that great. Shine, shine that Grammy up from that one. Uh, that no, is a right? fucking winner, man. <laughs> uh, there's a one cadence in there that I always want to fix that I fucked up. But yes, anyway. I know the feeling. Yeah, I know yeah. the feeling. Uh, so <laughs> you were saying that we get the uh, the Tony, Tony Romo and Jim Nance fest uh, with the Chiefs and Bills, the oh, victorious shit. Bills, everybody. Congratulations to our Bills fans. Uh, Monday afternoon game. Uh, crazy to think that, uh, there was zero chance they were playing that game on Sunday. So 
And they showed those videos of them, you know, clearing the snow at 1 p.m. Like, or not 1 p.m., but like 11 a.m. or 8 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They Monday. Didn't, yeah. It was crazy. They didn't, they didn't clear the seats and the benches. They only cleared the walkways, the aisles to get to the sections. They didn't clear any of them? So what, you, like, as a I think as they a might fan, have cleared some, but I think that they bailed after a while. They could only do so much. Yeah, we carry know somebody whose dad was there, and they're like, we're, he, he was telling, oh, we're only clearing the walkways. So they were running out of time. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, that's I mean, basically what was happening, yeah. So we don't need to talk about this game very much, but the fact that the Steelers were even – kind of in that game at one point is, I don't know, a little concerning. I don't know. Well, listen, the Steelers, the, listen, <laughs> I don't even know who even listens to this. Who's a bill. I don't think Eric even listens to this show, but you know, the Fryermuth fumble, that wasn't a fumble. Then there was the, I think it was, I forget which received Pickens fumbled. And then the interception in the end zone. I mean, Pittsburgh's handing them that game in the first half. Yeah. So, Bills, did the Bills do anything? I like the defense. I mean, I think they their defense is playing well. Um, but again, and I was saying this to my wife all week and all weekend. Like, look at what's happening. They're winning because Josh Allen is running the football. That's how they, you know, that's how they beat us. Tried, you know, tried to beat us. In the end, by him running as well, and then this 52-yard run, which I can't believe is the longest run of his career. And it's just like, this is great and all, but I don't know. I don't want to say anything about the Bills. Good for them. This Let's talk about this game coming up, because I was saying on Sunday, after losing to the Chiefs, I'm like, Buffalo will win in like at home against Kansas City. I was just sold on the narrative that they beat them in the regular season. This isn't the strongest Chiefs team that we've seen. After 13 seconds, this is the revenge. There's no fucking way that Josh Allen and the Bills are going to lose this game at home. It's Mahomes' first road game, playoff game ever that's not a Super Bowl, which is just it's crazy. ridiculous it's... to even think about. Well, he's never – it's not It's not not home. I mean, it's, he's never played on the road. Right. Like new, like it's it's just it's not just a but it's it's no, either been home or neutral, right? He's, he's never he's played one seed. against a opposing crowd in the playoffs, obviously. Yes. Uh, so I I mean I don't know, man. I mean you watch. You I'm watch... back and forth now. The way the Bills play offense, I could totally see KC's defense shutting them down. I don't think Mahomes is going to be phased by being on the road either. I think that's the narrative this week that he hears 15,000 times and it fuels him. You know, I think that's, that's the mistake there. So if we go through, if, if, if we were to, to just go through the, the, the two, the two teams, right. I mean, uh, quarterback, I don't know. I guess you got to give the edge to Mahomes a little bit, you know. And and listen, Allen is a good quarterback. Mahomes has got the experience. He's got the mental game over the Bills. Um, you know, maybe the Bill. You know, the Bills' offensive weapons probably better outside of you know Mahomes, based right now, just with Diggs and you know their tight ends seem to be 
New tight ends are yeah. great, and uh, yeah, and then uh, maybe and Gabe James Davis Cook. is back. James yep. Cook, uh, so, Pacheco. I'd say I'd say Pacheco. I'd prefer Pacheco over Cook. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. You maybe you give it to the Bills, but the defense I think has to go to KC. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the Bills' defense is bad by any means, but I think KC's defense is legit. And what it, I think it's going to come down to, TM, is that coaching position. And for how many weeks did we hear? about Sean McDermott and you know you're talking about him across the sidelines against arguably the what second you know the second best coach of our lifetime right now in Andy Reid so I don't know it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting I just on the road or not, with two evenly matched teams both having their flaws, I mean, I think I lean to the quarterback. And and I I don't know how else to differentiate these teams. You know, the Bills have home field advantage and the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. And I th- I think from a gambling perspective, and I think just picking the game in pers- uh, regardless, because it's this low enough spread, you really just pick in the winner here. Um, I think it's a wait and see. I mean, we're doing this on Tuesday. The game is Sunday night. How do we know there's not going to be some lake effect fucking storm that rolls in? You know, not to say that that uh, both teams can handle that, but I don't know. I just... Uh, I I thought I just I my gut is screaming Kansas City right now. That's what I'm gonna pick when we get to our picks because as much as I was saying there's no way they're gonna go into Buffalo after the thirteen seconds bullshit and win. I watched both teams this weekend and after watching Buffalo play Pittsburgh, I just I'm not like you said, like you just kinda feel like all right, you beat the seven seed, but here comes the Super Bowl champs. And I and Buffalo has an injury concern where Kansas City does not, and that's always a big deal. What? Do you, what? Yeah, what's the, I'm, I'm what's, what's KC, the, man. I'm what? the, I, I want the bill. Do I want the Bills to win for my wife? Yeah, I could say that out loud. But in my sure. head, if Buffalo's losing this game, am I really going to be that fucking upset? I mean, watching the fucking Chiefs win again is just going to be like, ugh, whatever. But every other Dolphins fan, I yeah, every other got to deal with the Buffalo fans. Yeah, yeah. Every I I just don't think you're. I just don't think that organization's ever going to win a Super Bowl. And Carrie said to me, she said, "Who's who are the Ravens playing?" I said, "The Texans." She said, "Do you think there's any chance the Texans beat them?" I said, "Probably not." She goes, "Do you think we can beat them?" I said, "Absolutely not." That was a literal dinner conversation tonight. Um, I don't think anybody. I don't think anyone's going into Baltimore. I think Kansas City could. I don't think Buffalo or Houston can do it. Yeah, I I worry so. about them getting off to a slow start this weekend, like we talked about. Right. That's it. If they but can get through they, that, if they can manage a first or, half, yeah, and stay exactly. in the game, I think they'll yeah. be all right. They're, and yeah. they're getting Mark Andrews back. Holy shit! No, Not I that, don't. That's. It, I, no? I read an article no. saying that. They open up his they 21 day window, but, but it's not. not. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Super Bowl. 
it's well who's there is it li- light what there what's there is it Dude, i wouldn't fuck with like, lively he's lively i'm like ah, i don't know I don't remember now. I, both of them sound right <laughs> i'm drinking hop slam <laughs> oh shit i think it's isaiah likely not bloody likely yeah but yeah i i don't know i mean i if I was, if I had to put money on who I think is going to, uh, who has a better chance, I think I'd go with Kansas City. Um, I just, I you get in these chats with fans, and nobody, nobody seems. I mean, and and I'm sure I'm the same way, but everybody can't see your own flaws. Like Kansas City, just admit your offense sucks. It's okay. Like you got Pat, you have like the best quarterback in the league, and it's okay to say that everybody else around him kind of stinks right now. And yes, okay, uh, Rice and and Pet Pacheco, like okay, that's fine. But like, I don't think it doesn't help them, dude. It doesn't help them how poorly Travis Kelsey's played. That is true. Because if he would just, because they fucking rode him last year. If they would just fucking, if he would just catch the ball. You know, in some of these situations. No, but for real, it would erase the, all the other shit because he doesn't help Mahomes. He is he drops too many pa- I don't know. He was real bad on Saturday night, I thought. Yeah. And it does, listen, uh, I, and I don't, it's not, you know, distraction, this, this. I mean, it, it does is. and does not. Listen, the guys in the NFL – that are the greatest of all time are kind of dickheads. They're kind of loners. They're divorced. It's because they put everything and anything they've ever had into the game. So for you or not you, anybody to come out and say that this isn't a distraction. No, I don't think he's dropping passes because Taylor Swift is in the crowd or at the stadium. But is the distraction of dating a superstar, like, not even a super, I mean, a worldwide biggest star in the world, does it affect game preparation during the week? Does it affect how well you rest every night? And just in general, just you are doing more and different things than you've ever done before for preparation or in 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 place of preparation there's a reason why tom brady's divorced okay and that's all i'll say so true anyway all right well we'll talk about that game when we get into the picks about who we're going to take and that's the game of that's clearly the game of the week Yes, and oh, and for the, for the, the whole, nation, for the nation, and the the whole reason why we played the uh, the Romo Sounder is that we get Romo slobbering all over both Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for three and a half hours on Sunday night. So, thank you NFL for that. I don't. What's he gonna do? I mean, he. he it's you know, everybody's just the greatest. Who's he gonna root for though? He doesn't. Yeah, he just roots for yeah. everybody being the greatest. Right, back and forth the greatness. All right. Uh, so the last games to talk about is going to be the end of the uh, the matchup uh, that will be for um, between Detroit and Tampa Bay. And TM, let me tell you, it has been such an amazing week. 
thus far. I can't even imagine. Um, 30 years in the making. The, 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 the crowd, the atmosphere downtown Detroit was nothing like, and I can't even, I'm not going to try to describe. I mean, unless you have been through, and I'm not saying we're alone in this, but until you suffer the way the Detroit Lions fans have, and then plenty of other sports franchises, you will never understand the pure joy that comes from a victory like we had on Sunday. And not because it's a playoff victory, not because, or I said not just because it's that, but everything surrounding that victory or that game itself it was getting the monkey off our back of Matthew Stafford right Matthew Stafford gets right. traded it's he wins a super bowl i mean and and we we talked a little bit like the last thing that people in this town wanted was to deal with this stigma of not being able to beat Matt Stafford or losing this game it wasn't good enough for us to win the North. And yes, that was something that we needed to get through. It had to be. It had to happen. And for it to happen how it happened was the most unbelievable thing that I've ever experienced in my sporting life. And it's crazy to say this, TM. <laughs> a Six week days after removed yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> from a national championship. And I think... and And... You know the the game against Alabama, the Michigan Alabama game was was complete. The, the way that the game ended, right in in the Michigan national championship game, where you get this, you had this time to like decompress. But it was a similar feeling that you know you get with that Alabama overtime win. But I have always said, and I would have said this three weeks ago, I would have all, I would give up Michigan victories for Lions victories always. I've always been an NFL fan. I mean, there's a reason I have season tickets to the Lions and not to Michigan football. But the way that this Lions game ended, the the, the culmination of this entire night, you know, Eminem in the crowd, um, you know, Chad, and you guys, I don't even know if anybody knows this, in pregame, so Ford Field, TM, so we were at the bar. We left the bar. The game was at 8.15. We left the bar at 6.30 to walk to the stadium. We got in the stadium at 6.50, and it was three quarters full. Yeah. 70 minutes before the game started. The Lions did everything right. The organization, as far as the pregame, Oh, so what I was going to say is, so they brought out the Lions, like, drum line. You know, these teams have drum lines now. And this is probably 30 minutes before. Like, the, the, the players had been out to do their first warm-up. And they turn down the lights, and the Lions drum line comes out, and they're playing this. But sitting at the 50-yard line is a drum set, like a, like a kit. And, like, what the fuck's happening? Like, who's coming out? Like, who is from Detroit? Who's going to come play? And... Out walks Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Michigan oh, native. Him, him and Anthony Kiedis are actually from Michigan. And he comes out and he fucking jams for 10 minutes with the Lions drum line at like 30 minutes before game time. It was like 
and, and these things just kept coming up. They brought like being at a concert. Yeah, they brought they brought old players back, and not just like Calvin John, like guys like Golden Tate and Glover Quinn, and I mean, dude, it's almost like I almost have this feeling like of embarrassment, right? Like it's like it's like other people, Would like Kansas think- City fans, right, are just like really guys. I mean, it's like like the first wild card to just a playoff game. Like, no, it's not, (laughs) it's not, it's not, this is so much more. And they showed guys in the crowd fucking crying in the stands. Like it is such an emotional. And I listen, all you guys have been there. Anybody listening to this has been there in some moment where you No. (laughs) No, sometime TM. Some, no, never, nothing. As far as being a fan of a team, never. Never even in like a victory, any victory. No. No, my, my, I mean, come on, dude. I'm a Mets fan and a Dolphins fan. Even when I was at Stanley Cup game seven with the Devils, it was fun, but it was, we knew it was going to happen. They were the best team. And I guess. Um, No, I've never had that experience ever. I don't know what that is. It is. It's, I watched my wife cry when the Chiefs scored with 13 seconds left. That's, that's is that what you mean? I don't know. That's well, because she doesn't have any positive feelings with her team. And she's also a Ranger fan in hockey, so she's I got mean, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, but on a deeper level. So let me ask. Let me ask. All right. Yeah. So the game ends. I mean, you got. I got a picture from your row. Amazing. I'm thinking of making like a sweatshirt putting that on it um but so you file out of the stadium and you fall right into downtown detroit when you leave the place is that how it's that's how it works oh yeah, oh, yeah. yep and, and people are just raging the streets like do you go to a bar down the block and people are drinking in the street like describe i want like details so okay so the game ends i mean and, and because of the time the, the way that, yeah i mean the way that the game ended <laughs> with with oh the pass for first down yeah i mean essentially them i mean essentially sean mcveigh being a fucking pussy and punting the ball away i mean and his face his face on the sideline after the first down when it was the kneels were coming yeah it was priceless dude i don't know if you've seen that there needs to be we gotta i'll make the screen cap if nobody has it it was like it was it was somebody doubting a lot of decisions he had just made well yeah the thing is tim and the great the best part about it was for years under like jim caldwell who you know was fine it was a fine coach he but under jim caldwell that's what we would have done and then for for campbell to come back and us to get a get the first first down and then have a second and nine coming out of the two minute warning and and everybody's just sitting there like oh my god one first down one first down and for years for years we would have never passed that ball we would have run the ball not not many teams would dude go out there and win the fucking game and that was and i don't know i for jared goff to be able to do that after all the shit that he was put through still up until this year 
still going into this game. I mean, fucking ESPN picking the fucking Rams all over the place. Oh, yeah. For him to be able to do that. And for Amon Ra St. Brown to get snuffed from the Pro Bowl and to be able to literally go to the line with Jared Goff and Jared Goff say, go win this. Literally, they called it a go win route. Essentially saying, you beat that corner and I'm throwing you the ball. Right. And that's what he did. Sick. So it was fucking amazing, dude. Hold, oh, oh, wait, I forgot. I pulled this. The video from, listen, audio from my phone. Last victory kneel down. Amazing, dude. It was, I'm getting chills. I mean, like, just fucking amazing. 65,000 people in the stands. I've never seen, everybody, no matter what, whenever you go to a game, everybody leaves early for one reason or another. I've never, there's 65,000 people there 15 minutes after the game. I mean, it was absolutely insane. Tim, I will send you a gif of my wife. God love her. Had a few pops, but was feeling amazing. I mean, she was crying, you know. I mean, she's been through this with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many? Re- God, sorry, finish. I was just we, you know, stayed in our seats, took tons of pictures. <clears throat> we're walking out. There's like a causeway that goes over for the, you know, that connects a couple sections. My wife is like double high fiving everybody that comes out. Just, I mean, it was the greatest sports thing. One of the greatest things I've ever experiences, life experiences outside of, you know, I got to say my kids and my wife and all that outside of all of that. One of the greatest things. <laughs> you got to say that. You got to say that. <laughs> that that has ever that we've ever experienced and for anybody who sold their tickets to make some money like this well, this i was gonna was, ask you well this is my question is i mean were there a lot of rams fans like were there rams fans there like six i'm mean, not even kidding <laughs> no that's what i'm gonna that's what i want to hear like i guess you have the whole god just the whole i've discussion. never i've been to games where like the, we played the 49ers a couple of years ago. It was like half 49ers or games like against the bears. I literally looked around the stadium. I saw like two people in the concourse and every little bit, you could see a little bright yellow, but I've never, I've never seen a crowd like that. It was and and people sold their tickets, but it, I mean, the thing is, I don't think Rams fans are paying a thousand dollars to fly to Detroit, no. right, and go watch a game? No. But people As a are six seed. Yeah, I mean, it was between that and so much shit coming out of Stafford and Kelly Stafford and all this shit. I mean, it just everything. And I don't want to. Yeah, what a. It's just no, but so it's, dude. The, I mean, dude. The the storyline with the Stafford and the Goff was national enough for everybody to get into that game i mean anywhere i listened that was the game of the week you know i mean everybody and it was the only game that actually gave us any excitement really either as far as a football yeah from from a football perspective so um yeah man congrats good for you i'm happy for you i enjoyed it i was rooting hard for the lions i didn't 
I was feeling like you had texted me saying you're like, I'm legitimately nervous for a professional sporting event I'm walking into right now. This is ridiculous. And I'm like thinking, so am I. <laughs> like I was walking, I, that game starting, and I was nervous. I was like, fucking, because I did not want that. I did not want the Lions to lose that game. Of course, for you, but just for everybody involved in that situation and Dan Campbell. Yeah. And the players. Like, I didn't want the narrative, which is what I was hearing all week is the Rams are better. The offense will outscore the, you know, all that narrative and Stafford. I'm like, fuck, this is just going to be bad. Like, it's bad for me to sit here and just have another shitty collapse and my team just does the same thing it does every year. It's stupid, Tua. But this is on another level what you were going into. And uh, I love hearing about it. It's fucking awesome. That's why I felt it necessary to open the show with that clip of Dan Campbell from the last... Yeah, I watched that on 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 Instagram this morning. I was watching it this morning on my phone. That's from Hard Knocks, like the opening episode two years ago and we've you can go back to on this show and talk about me included this you know you start owen well you started three and 13 but whatever that's just the first but then you start owen six that next season you're like come on like what are we fucking doing here and it's trust in the process trust it and and now I look back, and this leads perfectly into this game last night, TM, with the Eagles and Ugh. the Bucks. You're telling me, is that does that team of Eagles show up under Dan Campbell? And that is Fuck exactly yeah. what the issue is and why Dan Campbell has earned the respect, why the Lions have now won 13 games this season, And why, in all honesty, I think a lot of people expect them to be in that NFC Championship game with maybe a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Because they're all there for one reason. They're all there for under under one philosophy. There's no selfish people on that team. There's no singular star on that team. It is just a team. And last night proved it to a T watching the Philadelphia Eagles quit on their fan base, quit on their coach, quit on each other. What an embarrassment for a franchise like the Philadelphia Eagles that was last night. That's it. I don't, it I, don't I don't know what else to just, say about that. <laughs> I it's oh my god, it's just it's fucking pathetic. But they collapse just like my team. So what? What can I basically no, no. say? No, it's it's completely different. Oh, they just cut into this Phoenix Suns game. TM, what what was the line? What did what did are we already... This isn't good. This isn't good enough for me. This isn't the score. It's actually one nineteen one seventeen. Oh, this foul is called. Yeah, as it should have. So he hits both foul shots. So we're one nineteen one seventeen timeout. Ball at half court. Like I, I had him at four. I can't. I, I need OT. Oh um, but yeah, the Eagles vomit. Uh, they are who I thought they were, and me losing every bet leading into Sunday night. I or Monday night, I changed my fucking tune and bet the Eagles because I 
fell into a narrative I was hearing, and Tampa did exactly what I fucking said last week they were going to do, which was win outright. Money line bet. God damn it. But you know what? They're out. We'll still go all the way back to the beginning of our show when you said to me, is there anybody here who, or is there anybody here who doesn't deserve to be? Well, if the Eagles had beat Tampa, I would have said the Eagles. Yeah. Because the agree. way they played the last month, thank God, just get them out of here. You know. Well, get them out of here. Although, if I were you, I'd probably want to play them. Well, that's I was because, that was going to be my yeah. story. So my wife was at yeah. So the game comes on last night. My wife's asking me, "Who do we want to play?" And I was like, "I was like, you know, if you ask me, I say somewhere deep down, the Eagles have a, there's a good team there, and I and I'm afraid that that team might surface." And then we started watching the game, and I go, fuck, we don't want to play Tampa. <laughs> I mean, like, if you put Tampa's heart, it's like fucking Rudy, put Tampa's heart in the Philadelphia players, that would be something to watch. But Tampa, man, they, fuck. I'm not, listen, we played them this year. We beat them, but they beat our ass. You know, they beat us up. They are, they are the warm weather version of the Detroit lions right now. And I don't love Baker Mayfield. And that's what gives me the most confidence about us going into next weekend, but their defense plays hard. They hit hard. They tackle well. And that was what you watched last night. I watched Eagles or uh, Eagles players like give up on plays you know, essentially, like looking at this guy over here, like, well, no, you get him, you go, you go tackle him. Whereas the Bucks were, you know, gang tackling. He reminded me of like Michigan playing, watching Michigan play with their defense and just murdering the Eagles. So I don't know. Um, I'm not super impressed one way or the other. I don't. I'm not super uh, worried about their weapons and all that, but. You know, it'll be a tough game. Be a tough game for the Lions. What did you take from it? Uh, <clears throat> Dude, the, the, the Eagles secondary is just shit. Everybody's torched them, including the Giants, the fucking Cardinals. I, I can't believe I fucking... Uh, I can't believe I put money on that. But listen, Tampa, they're good. They're a solid team. Um, I'm a little uncomfortable about the six points, but with the Lions, I'm never comfortable with with any point. Yeah, I mean, but I I expect the Lions to win this game. I mean, Baker had his moment. He did this with the Browns when they beat the Chiefs, and then he just goes back and you know to his commercials and his his obscurity. (laughs) So that's he did his thing. He he does what he does, and now they're going to come on the road. It's Todd Bowles. You know, on the other yep. side of the ball here, um, I think you guys should be able to just run it right down there. Just, just beat them. Just fucking. But their defense isn't what it used to be. I don't no, want to give their no. defense as much credit as just the Eagles' ineptitude in so many ways. Or oh, let's blame it on Hertz's finger, yeah, dude. You no. see the the you see Goddard digging into him on the sideline. I did. I did. Yeah, that's a microcosm of everything that's been going on. And AJ Brown stripped his 
social media of all things Eagles. Oh, I didn't hear that. Man, what a mess. All right. Oh, TM, my God. Yeah. This I mean, is, we're waiting to hear if Sirianni gets fired. Dude. That is that this is a perfect segment. We are going to okay. do another what do you think. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you think? What? Oh, no. What do you think? Wait, wait, what? What the fuck do you think? All right, TM. So last week, we talked a couple of things that we can bring up so we don't forget. So, head questions last week. Will a six or seven seed win a game? Both TM, you and I both said yes. Congratulations to us. Over, under, number of upsets, two and a half from this past weekend. You said over, I said under. Kudos to me. And now, we never, I was thinking about it, we never really clarified the... Uh, what the the uh, over, or the upset meant because technically I think they're like the lower seeds. Some I think was it the Browns were actually favorites over the Texans, right? I don't know. Anyway, Browns were favored by two and a half points. There you go. All right, will Philly win a game? Both of us said no. Kudos to us. And then you still bet on them, TM. I I, I I don't want to talk about it. This one is good, too. Who will be Listen, the most... When you're, when you're, when you're on tilt, <laughs> the brain doesn't work, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> here's, here's another one. Who will be most disappointing player in the playoffs? TM. Tyreek, Hill, and Tua slash Purdy. Or me with Dak. I mean, the, wow. you got all the answers here, TM. I don't understand what I think about... <laughs> Who will be the most valuable player? And, and these could have lasted, but because of the answers, I had to list them here. TM, you said CD yeah. Lamb. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least in that case, on that take, I did put money all over that. There you go. Well, at least, at least, or, yes, you followed your I instincts. Like Brandon is on that one with me. We were talking about it on. Uh, and I had, I had CJ Stroud and, and Nico Collins. So good on me. And that could that could still continue. Sure. Um. Oh, and last, biggest surprise, TM, Dallas. Yeah, probably the biggest surprise, you're right. Nailed it. <laughs> That's right. That's what I meant. That's what I meant the exactly. whole time, subconsciously, subconsciously. And I had the Texans, so that, that's still out there. All right, so new questions for this week. Here we TM. go. I'm very excited. All right, shorter list this week. All right, Ooh. so you were just talking about the Eagles. So after mm-hmm. starting... 10 and 1. I think that's right. I made this up. I don't know. Something like yeah, that. It was. 10 and 1. 10 and 1, yeah. Eagles, one. first team to not win 12. Some some sad about that. First team not to win 12 games in the season. But that's just a preamble to does Nick Sirianni keep his job in 2024? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I so uh, I, yes, I, I think answer. he does. Yeah, yeah, I think I think yes. I think typically you get a season or uh you get a get out of jail free card, right? He gets yeah. to remove his coordinators, right? Cuz he lost two coordinators, brought in two coordinators, and then unthinkably brings in Matt Patricia as a replacement coordinator halfway through the season. <laughs> the more the more you hear that, the more ridiculous it becomes. Well, in in Matt Patricia last year 
under Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots was an offensive coordinator. And before that was wow. with the Lions as a defensive guru. Like, what is this guy except sucky? I, I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, all right, next question. I got to pull that drop. <laughs> Who has a better chance of keeping their job, TM? And and mm-hmm. so I had I had I had another name and I didn't write it down. I don't remember cuz I don't I don't think this is a tough question. So I had written down Mike McCarthy or Mike McDaniel. And I think if I'm going to answer this or use it. I mean, I think it's Mike McDaniel. But maybe the question is, should it be? They're not gonna, he's not getting fired. Right. No, he shouldn't get fired. He just made the playoffs two years in a row. Nine and eight with a third string quarterback, and now 11 and six, and with a slew of injuries. You know, I mean, I don't want him fired. Okay, so there's let me see. There's something going on here. I mean, you got to at least let the, the shit develop a little bit. All right, so let's go to the next question. Then I'm going to come back to this question. Who has a yeah, better McCarthy, chance? Of, McCarthy's getting fired. Well, this I'd be is going to be. If, yeah. Who has yeah. a better chance of keeping their job? Tua or Dak Prescott? Tua. For the same reasons I just said for McDaniel. I was thinking about this today. Let's go back to last year. Think about Miami's season last year with Tua and the concussions. I mean, they're, they're you know they're losing that playoff game. I wasn't really even like paying that much attention to until halftime. Like it just was a different year last year. Like with everything going on with the concussions, and and then you know uh, Bridgewater getting hurt in the Jet game, and it's just Skylar Thompson and. All this ridiculous, not, it was just shitty, like, football. Yeah, they made the playoffs, and then they almost beat Buffalo, which I thought they were losing that game by 100 points. Like, I, didn't even, I, I was checked out at that point. And uh, so you go through all that in the preseason. What are we saying? Oh, it's hopeful, hopefully Tua can play the season. Well, look, he just played 18 games. The only problem is the guy that we all thought was going to get hurt never got hurt, and every other player on the team did. <laughs> So there you go, dude. All right. I mean, what do you want me to do? Okay. But of course, so, he's, he's going to keep his job. All Jack right. Should so, let's let me let me let me let me revert back to my original question because I was trying to keep it into two. But my maybe my original question was going to be, who has a better chance of keeping their job, Mike McCarthy or Dak Prescott? Right. Okay. Well, I think Dak does. I think McCarthy's getting fired because somebody's got to get fired. But the other thing is Dan Quinn is going to be interviewing for jo- other jobs probably. So, or does he get the job? I mean, I don't think uh, that's, that I heard. Makes, yeah. He's lined up for four yeah. coaching interviews. It, yeah. Mean, yeah. But he was a disaster in, um, well, well he took the moment. In Atlanta, but he was he was the twenty eight to three coach at that time, right? He made, took him right, to the Super right. Bowl under whosoever players they were before then. Then he was a disaster, um, you know. And otherwise, he was with Pete Carroll in Seattle. But like you said, in earlier this season, I don't was it was it uh, for Dallas? Was it 
the defense was great or was it the player? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's next question. Next question. Do the Cleveland Browns stay the course and stick with Deshaun with Chubb Ooh. coming back or do they go a different direction? I, I, I as a Chubb fantasy owner in several leagues, including a couple keepers, I, he doesn't come back the same from that. I can't imagine that he does. Um, but Flacco did nothing, obviously, for them in a postseason game. So I think you just go back to you go back to Deshaun. I you mean, just, you just stay so, the course so, and yeah. you know stay with he, your good defense. And hope that Deshaun, because and this is this is a little bit of the the Michigan and and McCarthy thing. When Michigan lost to Georgia two years ago, three years ago, whenever you know, three playoffs ago, and Georgia just dismantled us. And we had Cade McNamara, and he was just a he was a game manager a little bit. And I know that's not what Joe Flacco was. He was doing more than that. But we all said you need somebody a little bit more dynamic somebody that can do something more and that was jj mccarthy and we were right so um i i tend to agree with you 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 paid deshaun all this money right i mean you got to stick with it got to see at least what you have for a full season so all right next question oh man i gotta make this sounder longer what do you think what 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 do you think wait wait what all right. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. Is it time to reload or is it time to rebuild? Probably we're rebuilding this year. <laughs> right? That was kind of the that was kind of the deal. Well, what's the deal with Stafford's contract? I mean, isn't the contract kind of debilitating? I mean, everything is until the salary cap goes up every year. I mean, he's not, yeah. he's probably I, the seventh highest paid quarterback now. I mean, when you got Nakua and Williams on the offense with Cup um, and Stafford, I would say you yeah, obviously go for it. I mean, not for nothing, but their, you know, Aaron Donald and their defense was by no means, you know, as dominant this year like i think they won with offense this year yeah well and Uh, and it's funny that you brought up aaron donald because in all the conversations that we've had over the last month aaron donald just his name has not been brought up i don't think i heard his name once in the game i mean that's because you were at the game well yeah but (laughs) But no, they did bring him up and and your coach mentioned him going into the locker room at halftime because he wrecked that one play. Right. And that's what uh, Campbell was like, Aaron Donald, he's like, we were doing a good job on him. And then, you know, one play, guys can wreck the game. So, um, but he's not getting younger. No, no, no. He's certainly not the, he's not the force that he once was. So. Anyway, I kind of, yeah, I mean, I think the question more bodes to, if you're the Rams, do you start looking at replacement for Stafford, right? Do you draft a quarterback in top three rounds in anticipation for Stafford uh, leaving in a couple of years? 
Um, and 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 maybe the, maybe the question is a little bit loaded. Like, if you're good franchises, you don't have to rebuild ever. You reload and you have a plan moving forward. But remember, yeah. they were talking about McVeigh leaving last year after they had a shit ass year. So and and he was saying, I think wasn't it something where he thought he was kind of done or like didn't want to put the I can't remember, but I don't know. Stafford was still fucking slinging the ball, man. I mean, he made some. Yeah. And and Puka, dude, I and didn't give him ble- credit. Stafford was bleeding all night too. Yeah, he was. But I didn't give Puka enough credit, dude. That that kid can fucking ball, dude. Yeah, and no, that's another guy like Stroud, who you hear about all year in the yep. fantasy, but until you sit down and watch, you know, one of their games. Yeah, watch him break tackles left and right. And, Nobody's, you know, yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. All right, last question, TM. So, of those teams bounced this weekend, you know, as, as we know, the NFL is always a uh, – you, you get a new six teams per year, right? So, we had 14 teams this year. We've got six remaining. I'm sorry. Have eight, eight remaining. We had no, six advanced. Six, yeah. yep, six get bounced. Of those that were bounced this weekend, who makes it back next year? We've got Philly, hmm. Dallas, the Rams, Miami, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. Well, God. I mean, I hope my team. I would expect my team. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a great question. I don't really. I could. I mean, maybe not Philly. No, Rams. I think. I think Philly. As they were going through all these guys, last we got to see if, what they do. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, how many of those? Like Brandon Graham, like Michigan guy, been in the league for thirteen years. Their entire defensive line is double digits in experience i mean granted they do have young jordan davis but fletcher cox and all in brandon graham and they're they are an old and even darius slay I mean, he's been in the league for 10 years i don't know i don't see it you just brought up and it shows yeah and you just brought up aj brown i just yeah I I think and, and our buddy best. chad has forever and he he just wants somebody to to agree with him but Jalen Hurts, he just looks so uninterested. I mean, it is just... And maybe that's just his face. He's just got resting bitch face. Yeah, he does. You're right. He does have <laughs> resting. I am not. I don't want to be here. And it's like Goddard's yelling at him like, bro, I'm fucking open. Throw me the ball. And Hurts is looking up at him like... Uh, like I don't know. It's like he's on an island somewhere. Oh. what? That's a shame, you know? Yeah. Poor Philly. But I, I would think, um, I don't know, I, Dallas, I, I just, I think Dallas has too many young players to not be there, especially with the Giants and the Commanders being, yeah, yeah, you know, so and I Philly think, and Philly, <laughs> yeah, and Phil, oh yeah, now Philly, Philly. Right? so yeah. yeah, I mean it's Dallas's division, so I think Dallas will be back, um, L.A. I don't know. They never I mean, should have even won the division, though, Dallas. That's true. That is true. They were fucking it up at the end, too, but the Eagles just fucked it up more. 
Yeah, and I and I agree with you. I mean, Miami's kind of the same way, though. I mean, it's not like you guys. Oh, are... Miami's a mess. Yeah, but it's yeah, I, it's gonna be the two of things. So if I had to pick, I I, I kind of like Cleveland. Pittsburgh's a mess. I mean, Tomlin, they're thinking might go somewhere. I, nah, he said today he's staying. Is he staying? Yeah, I mean, of course. that's what he told his players apparently. Yeah, so I like Dallas, and then I think Miami and Cleveland. Those seem to be the ones, you know. Yeah. But LA. Well, you figure the thing with Cleveland, too, is like you're in the division with the Ravens. Burrow should be back. That's true. Since so I could, you know, yeah. I mean, that, and that causes a problem for my team, too. I mean, we're, we were the sixth seed. Pittsburgh's yeah. the I mean, since he wasn't there, since he was like a write in, you know, at the beginning of the season, and they're a write in every year because of Joe Burrow. So I'd say that right there, since he's going to be, I would say, a team in that wasn't in last year. You don't expect it to be a team like that, but there you go. So there's your one right out of the gate. Uh, They'll probably be a different team than Tampa from the NFC South. So that's two teams. And then... Yeah, that's kind of makes me worry about my team. Well, mine too. I mean, the Lions too. Like we're looking at the schedule for the Lions. You know, after winning a division, it's it's a much oh yeah, tougher, it looks fucking brutal, right? It's yeah. a much tougher yeah. slate. So, um, it's there's no guarantees, and especially with Green Bay playing how they're playing. I mean, there's no guarantees. So, all right, we'll see. All right, TM, let's uh, let's fucking get to some fucking picks. All right. Lord, I was born a gambling man Try to make some money by picking the best I can But when they come and take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling I certainly did last week uh, One and five You went two and four the, I thought the, I was on a good run. I was like, fuck yeah, Texans, you motherfucker. You better believe it. Yeah, you talk shit after first get told you. I get a text. <laughs> I told you, man. I'm like, wow, this guy. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> I told you about Tampa. I just forgot to tell myself. Um, but yeah, so you came in on... Uh, excuse me. You came in on the Texans... And the Packers, you also yeah. picked. And then I only came in on Tampa. Lost on everything else. Late touchdown so, by Buffalo. Sealed that fucking 10-pointer. Yeah, then, well, Pittsburgh yeah. had no business. And I had, I, I I literally had Tampa Bay written down, plus three. And then I was like, no, I'll take Philly. Minus it. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Talk right. about not paying attention. All right, so... First game, Houston at Baltimore, 4.30 Saturday afternoon. We've got the Ravens are now a nine-point favorite. They were nine-and-a-half to open, so it's already moved a bit towards the Texans. You go first on this one. Man, I don't know. I think think my C.J. Stroud love is just going to overcome my brain because – big number but I've watched the Ravens dismantle teams I watched the Ravens dismantle our team I watched the Ravens dismantle the 49ers my team my team I mean (laughs) 
I think the I think the spotlight might get too big for the Texans. And 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 we talked, I mean, Cleveland was in that game early. And then you know, it's just it's Joe Flack. I just I think I'm going to take the Ravens, man. I I'm going to go against my heart. Go with my brain and take Baltimore minus 9. I just I just don't see the Texans staying. I think I think they've their their run has come to an end. Okay. I will agree. Um I just good for them winning that game at home. Happy for CJ Stroud and the coach, but now, now you're in the with the big boys and you get slapped around a little bit yeah. this weekend. Uh, you know, ten points wouldn't be like a huge um you know, winning margin, but we're gonna see at least double digits. I but think. do I right. do I fear that team? Uh if I'm in the NFC or I'm sorry, the AFC South in years to come, you fucking <laughs> better believe it. They'll be the favorite next year. Absolutely. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. You've lost your spot in the spotlight. That's right. All right. Next game. All right. Next. Packers at Niners. Niners opened as a 10-point favorite. This one is now nine and a half. So same ballpark here. Packers upsetting the Cowboys. Now going out to... I wanted to call it Candlestick Park. Going to San uh, San Francisco. We got Shanahan versus what the fuck's their coach's name again? I forgot. LaFleur. LaFleur. Some kind of relationship, right? They're all they're all involved. It's all the same tree or something. Somebody's married to somebody. I don't fucking know. Maybe that's <laughs> Bala. Anyway. Nine and a half. What say you? I like the Packers story. I don't like the Packers, but I'll tell you, TM, I'm not happy about Jordan Love. I think, <laughs> I think the fucking, I think the fucking kids got something. He, you know what? He doesn't suck. How about that? And that sucks being in the division. And not that I'm afraid of them, but just I just like wanted them to be like the Bears for a little while. Like, right. just don't have a quarterback. Right? Just like be like the Patriots for just like a half of a year. Or maybe that's what they were, just a half a year they were like that. And now we got this kid who seems to be able to sling the ball a little bit and got some young wide receivers. That being said, Kyle Shanahan is not Mike McCarthy. And the weapons that the Niners have is not the weapons that Dallas has. They're a much better team. Dallas Dallas is exactly what you expect them to be. Flash and glimmer and all this. San Fran is straight up good coaching, great players on all aspects, Understanding how to utilize those players between CMC and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. I don't know if I trust Purdy, but do I trust Purdy against the Green Bay Packers? I do. And if this number was 10, I might not be there. But at 9.5, I'm going to take the Niners. Give me the fucking Niners minus 9.5. 
Okay. I'm also going to agree. Um, I just look at it as the way that, I mean, that's just happened before. History has had the Packers go in there at Rodgers and beat them. Um, I think that's just Dallas being Dallas. Uh, Packers went in there, punched them in the mouth, shook them up. Too many things on the brain, couldn't come back, completely blew the game. Packers roll. Sorry. That shit ain't happening here. This is the 49ers. This is the best team in football. This is... The only thing I would say is maybe their defense hasn't been as dominant, at least watching them, as I thought. Although they smoked Dallas. But then I went and looked back at some of their scores and stuff. Yeah, this team is well-rounded all the way around. This is going to be another two point. This is another 10-point plus, no problem. We, uh, yes, Niners. Do we worry at all about this rest? We talked about the rest a little bit. We just talked about both teams. Literally had a week off this week, this past week. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, but quarterbacks didn't play the week before. I don't think I worry about it as much with Lamar as I do with Brock Purdy. Right. And you've got Green Bay. I'm just talking this through, right? Green Bay coming off this euphoric win. I, dude, I, honestly, I don't have, I do not have a strong feeling on any of these four picks. Like, I'm changing my pick. I'm, t- I'm, take, I'm taking the favorites because that's kind of what's worked during the season. I'm changing my pick. And I'm taking the Packers. I don't think the Packers will win, but I think they're gonna. Close. I think they're gonna come out to a strong enough start that they'll keep it close and maybe get some late, like late garbage time points or something. So. And to keep it interesting. So give me the Packers, nine and a half. I think San Fran I think San Fran wins, and I think they win comfortably. I just don't think they win by ten. So Alright, next. Okay. To Detroit. Back to Rock City. Yeah, Vegas. baby. That was the best part. Yes. We didn't even talk about that. The fact that Green Bay wins gives Detroit another home game. Woo! Going back to Ford Field. Now, this is a 3 o'clock game. Do you tailgate for this? It depends <laughs> on the weather, dude. I mean... No, you're not fucking tailgating. Listen, shit. if it was 30 degrees, I'd tailgate. But, right. I mean, it was 6 degrees. And, you know what, Chiefs fans? <laughs> go fuck it. I don't need to get in a dick-measuring contest to stand outside in the cold to drink beer. I'm perfectly happy sitting inside, drinking the same beer that you are, and being warm. Perfectly fine. So, 30 degrees, you can set up tents and heaters and be comfortable. At 6 degrees, you just can't. It's just, sorry. It's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to do that. Anyway. No, so we will not be tailgating. We'll just go spend a shit ton of more money. <laughs> so, talk to me about this spread. Were you surprised at it being 6 points when you first saw it? Uh, a little bit, and and more. I mean, we we beat them twenty to six in Tampa Bay early in the year. But I think this Tampa Bay team's different. Um, that said, when the Lions played them, David Montgomery was hurt or got hurt in the game, and Jameer Gibbs was not Jameer Gibbs. But they're a different team. 
I think the spread seems about right. Would I actually bet money on it? No. Um, I don't. So I get. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I don't trust the Lions' defense enough to like that seven-point spread. Just and and just the NFL in general. I just don't trust enough. I mean, we Man. played the the the. Minnesota Vikings, you know, the the last week of the season with our starters. And, you know, that game was still in question going into the last quarter. And with, with Mullins, you know, throwing three picks. So, I don't know. This, when you get to the playoffs, I can't believe any of these spreads are like this. And it's kind of why I changed my, my tune for the Packers. Like, these are all yeah. good teams. So, if I was to put money on this, I'm the fucking... Packers lost to the Giants. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> no, say, if I haven't put money on this, I'm fucking putting on the Lions because fuck the Bucks. Let's go, baby. Let's go. That's what you call betting with your, your heart and not your brain. Yeah. But fuck I mean, Bucks. I totally, I totally, th- when I saw it, I was like, wow, that's a lot. I mean, I was expecting something like four. Yeah. Yep. Four and a half, something like that. Um, so six like screams take Tampa. Uh, well, this is at seven know. TM. DraftKings has seven. seven. This moved to seven that I'm looking at. And I see six. I'm on the app. Oh, I don't <clears> to tell you. I'm looking. Wait, so you're on the website we always use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's six. And a, it's so six and a half. A lot of places. DraftKings is seven. Right. So, oh wow. Um. <laughs> I'm going to take the Lions. No, get out of here. All right, give me the Bucks. I already wrote you down as the Bucks. You want to take the Bucks. Don't, don't, don't take I want to take Listen, I want to take the six points. If I was literally going to put money on this, I'd put it on the Bucks because I just, this, the, that number seven. Yeah, the, I'll take the seven. Six, I was, I didn't love. Give me yeah. seven. All right. All right, last but not least. Game of the week. Sunday night. I, I already kind of talked about. What I was feeling at the end, uh, at the beginning of the show, the buck, my, my gut screams Chiefs. And what are you seeing now on the web? What's the website have? Three. Have three? Yeah. Yeah, three. give me three. Give me three with Mahomes. I'll take the points. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I could see it going either way, but the Chiefs are less injured. And I don't know that this is, you know, this is like a big deal. Bills, this would be a big thing for the Bills to get this playoff win over them it is different because it's in buffalo but i i just was much more impressed with kansas city in recent weeks so oh, kc is the better team right now and you're giving me three points give me three points with the team that i think is playing better or, or that i'm more impressed with excuse me i mean buffalo hasn't lost in six weeks so i can't say they're not playing well but they've had some very unimpressive wins against some shitty teams. So the so old that's I kind of lean more Kansas City here. The old adage as a dog, you know, as a dog, Mahomes is an underdog. When's the last time you saw that? But the old adage says defense wins championships, and unfortunately, I don't think that's today's NFL. It wasn't defense that 
won the game for the Lions. Wasn't defense that, you know, shut down. I wouldn't say shut down the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins was, I mean, it was their defense, but it really was just, they just couldn't get out of their own way. Um, So all I'm saying is I don't, I don't know if I weigh the Chiefs defense as highly as I would in past years. But no, you know what? Fuck that. I talked it up. I got to take the Chiefs. I think Mahomes and I think Andy Reid are the difference makers here. I don't care who the who they got on that side. And you know what? The Stefan Diggs shit, I I just I don't know what what's his deal and their deal and I just don't know. I just don't trust him. I don't trust him. And you know what? Fuck you, Eric. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, with that, TM, that's it, man. It's been a long show. I hope everybody enjoyed, but it was fun. Did you get my text? Did you see the, the gif that I sent I you? did. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's my wife just standing on the, uh, the aisle. And that went on for like three minutes. Just high-fiving everybody. We're all cracking up. So, All right, Tim. Well, uh, all right. divisional Here we round. Go. Here we go. You're still in it. Oh I know, baby. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable. Maybe Crazy. someday for me. Someday. Well, With, with sports. With sports, you know. Yeah, I mean, something. Sporty something. sports. Yeah, now I now I understand so why you gamble. Question. Well, exactly right. I need I need <laughs> something. Oh, I won us. We won that survivor pool that one year. Got thousands and thousands. All Maybe right. that's that's that my kept, one moment. That kept you in it for all the heartache of all the other years. No, I mean that was just luck. Well, no, that's not luck. That's picking. I'm just saying I don't have a championship that I I probably had more fun watching Michigan win. <laughs> there you go. Oh, hey. Anything any, else? Yeah, that was fun. Hey, anybody, anybody can be a Michigan fan. I will allow it. And and who knows? Next year, next week, yeah, maybe there'll be some coaching carousel news. I know. I'll tell you. Yeah, Harbaugh's been interviewing and Belichick. I mean, who knows? Oh God, Belichick to the Falcons. Cool. Go down there so I don't have to fucking look at you. I don't know if you're Bill Belichick. Do you like? Is that why do you go to the Falcons? Why do you? I don't know anywhere. Just just hang (laughs) it up. Yeah. Well, because he wants Shula. He wants to beat Shula's record. For most wins. What does that matter? You get six rings. Why do you have to be the most winningest coach of all time? Like, who cares? And it matters until what? Mike Tomlin stays around and beats you, you know, in 20 years? Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Andy Reid coaches another 10 years. Yep. Yep. All right. All right, TM. Well, uh, good luck to everybody this upcoming weekend. We'll be watching. And um, we'll be back next week. Go Lions. Go Lions, baby. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to (laughs) say, what did you just say?